The universe is made up of numbers, number sequences and patterns, and numerology is the study of those things. Every number carries with it an energetic signature that affects our daily life, our destiny, and yes, even our purpose. So today, I am going to be talking about numerology, and if you're new to it, this would be a great podcast for you. So you can better understand these effects and how you can utilize numerology to make plans going forward. Welcome to Soul Prints. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Soul Prince podcast. I'm your host, Akashic Beck, and today's episode is very exciting for me because it's one of my favorite subjects in the entire world, and that is numerology. Now, if you've never heard of numerology or you're not really sure what it is, obviously it's the study of numbers, but it's the energetic signature of those numbers and understanding them and how they work together to create people, places, ideas, and things. So it sounds like a simple concept, but there's so much more to numerology than people really probably understand at the surface level. And that's kind of how I was when I started investigating it. But there are so many ways that numbers kind of ebb and flow and work together. You know, the universe is made of numbers. Even letters are made of numbers. And when we start breaking them down almost to a cellular level and we see how those signatures intertwine together and work together and are either or repel each other, it starts to really enable us to wrap our minds around why certain things work and why other things don't. Um, Understanding ourselves at a core level and understanding what we came here for. So numbers do tie into our purpose, which I find deeply, deeply fascinating. So right now I want to talk a little bit about the fact that we are living in a five universal year. Well, what is a universal year? It's a year that um, in numerology, the collective of Earth, since we're all living on this particular planet, we are all living under the energetic signature of the number five. So two plus zero plus two plus one gives us five, and that is our universal year that we are currently living under. And now we see this play out in world events, uh, world leadership, natural disasters, economic structures, um, things that affect a large group of people or, or the world is at play and nobody is uh, uh, can escape that. <laughs> um, so I'll talk more about what a five universal year means um, in, a, in a little bit. However, a, a universal year is extremely significant because it helps us to better understand what we're looking at and why things happen the way that they do. Now, let's go into our life path number. So we f- calculate our life path number by adding up the numbers in our date of birth individually. However, we do not reduce master numbers. So for example, let's, let's start with something easy. Let's say your birthday is January 1st, 2000. 
we add the one plus the one in the, in the month and date of birth, so that's two, obviously, and then 2,000, so it would be two plus zero plus zero plus zero. So that would just be two. So two plus two is four, you would have a four life path. And since it didn't add up to double digits, we do not have to reduce that number. However, let's move down to January 11th. Um, 11 is a master number, so you would not reduce that number whenever you're adding. So the one plus the 11 is 12, and then the two from the 2000, is uh, that would give us 14. So you would actually have a 14-5 life path as you would add the one and the four, and it would re reduce down to a five. So your life path number would be five. Now let's get into the interpretations um, of what each life path number means and their energetic signatures. So let's start with one, shall we? Ones are who I call the leaders. Now leaders are here in this lifetime to trailblaze and start new projects. They are assertive. They are eager to learn. They, if, if you meet a life path one, they are thirsty for knowledge because they're like little sponges. You know, if you think about a young child, they are just soaking up everything that they are seeing and experiencing. Um, life path ones are starting a new cycle, especially if you are a life path 10. Um, so you have come through a cycle and you're start. so you're not necessarily a new soul, but you're new on this, um, cycle of soul evolution, if you will. They are driven by their external needs and desires. So, um, they're very much in their body. Um, they like to take care of their bodies. Health is very important to life path ones. Um, they're easily motivated and inspired, so they're always looking um, for something to grab their attention. And they're very strong-willed. So, you know, if, once again, if you think about um, a child, you know, and you have a strong-willed child, they are probably very angry unless they get their needs met. <laughs> um, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. They also are really good at having boundaries. So life path ones, we can all learn from them, even though they might be on the younger soul side of things. Um, now, always look out for being selfish. So that's something that a life path one may struggle with. Um, they might be a little self-absorbed. Um, however, they're here... Um, to learn about themselves and their own needs. And so we can't fault them for that. Um, you know, and there's nothing wrong with being selfish. It's just being overly selfish when it becomes a problem. There has to be everything in moderation. Um, but this is your initiation lifetime. So this lifetime will set the tone um, for the coming uh, lifetimes going forward in this cycle. Let's move down to number two. Life path twos, uh, bless you. I absolutely adore these people. Life path twos are the diplomats. So you came into this life uh, for a life of service, very different from life path one. Um, you had your opportunity to be kind of selfish. Now it's time to be selfless in this lifetime. You're emotional, caring. You see the needs of a group. You're willing to help. 
Um, you're in touch with your intuition. Life path twos, a lot of times they are the reduction of the life path 11, which we'll talk about later. Um, so they have a very strong intuition. Um, they are always looking for solutions. They're resourceful and they're always willing to share. You know, they'll give you the shirt off of their back. Um, but you have to learn, especially this would be good from learning from a life path one is learning about boundaries because life path twos are so susceptible to becoming doormats <laughs> um, and being burnt out because you are just so giving and you just need to learn in this lifetime how to both give and receive. So love yourselves. Life path threes are the creators. So this is a very creative life path. Um, you are here to learn creativity, communication, and community, and combining all those things in order to make something wonderful. So you're creative, you're good at communicating and networking. You love projects and being involved in things. Um, those things light you up. You love to be around your friends. Um, I always kind of liken it to being a teenager. You know, teenagers don't so much want to be around their families as they do their friends. Um, people that, you know, quote, get them and think outside of the box. Um, they want to make the world a more interesting place. Um, a lot of times um, you see artists and people who are, you know, very crafty or it, it doesn't necessarily have to be an artistic venture. Just if you're creative in any sort of way, um, it could be with words. It could be with designing a software program. It could be anything really. Um, you may have a lot of three energy. Um, they're also good communicators, so they're good at talking, um, giving speeches, talking in front of large groups, or a good podcaster. Um, a lot of authors actually have Life Path 3s, so that's interesting to know. Um, now, Life Path 3s do not like criticism. Um, you came into this life to learn how to see your flaws and accept your flaws and in order to be able to accept yourself the way that you are. Um, they tend to get angry if they don't get their way. However, um, once again, kind of like the life path too, it's about give and take. So um, leaving room for grace is some good advice for a life path three. Life path fours. Now these people are what I call the taskmaster. They are diligent, hardworking, dedicated, and loyal people. Now, if you look at the life path two, it's a double two. So two plus two is four, obviously. But these people are very, very dedicated and loyal to their people. Um, and they are ready to cut you off at the quick if you betray that trust and that loyalty. They want to see results. Um, they have a to-do list and they are going to make sure they check off every single one of these things. There's a lot of Virgo energy in the number four, <laughs> um, but they love a challenge. They're focused on their goals. They're great at juggling a lot of things at one time. And they have to be careful about getting burnt out, much like I said, much like the life path twos, um, because they they want to see a project through. They're great at working by themselves also. So 
people might take advantage of that. So just be careful if you're a life path four that people aren't taking advantage of your strong work ethic and your diligence um, and your intelligence. Um, learn to lighten up and have some fun. You know, not everything has to be serious all the time. Um, we appreciate our life path fours. They make the world go round. Next, we have the life path five. Now, this is where I want to talk about the 2021 energy. Life path five is the number of the adventurer. Life path fives want to take the bull by the horns. They want to, they want to go for it. They want to explore. They want to to meet new people, try new things. Um, I liken it to Sagittarius energy <laughs> because it is um, just wanting to go out there and see the world. Um, they want to be worldly. Um, a lot of times life path fours are flirtatious and they love a challenge. <laughs> they love it when you play hard to get. They're focused on their... Um, they're focused on removing things that no longer serve purpose in life anymore. So they're really good at just kind of like weeding out the people, places, and things and stuffs that are just not for them. And they have no trouble um, brushing them off and moving forward. Um, so one piece of advice I would give to Life Path Fives is be careful to not be too careless. Because, um, especially when it comes to people, you know, they, what, what is that song? Um, I think it was a Michael Jackson song. He says, uh, mama told me not to play with the young girl's heart. Oh, Billie Jean. That's it. Don't play around with the young girl's heart. You know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't be careless to throw away people's emotions and feelings. Um, you know, I don't think life path fives mean to be. I mean, they can definitely be very loving and nurturing. However, um, they're just looking to keep moving forward. They don't like to dwell in the past and they don't like to revisit old things. They want a, a fresh new start. Now with the 2021 energy, um, the, the, the five universal energy that we're in, we see this five play out in... The fact that, you know, things are opening back up. People are starting to travel again. We are having a lot of um, natural disasters, a lot of flooding, earthquakes. Um, there's been talk of tsunamis. There's been talk of, um, you know, there's been mudslides. There, you know, things that do tend to happen, but it seems like they happen a lot more or on a grander scale in five years. Um, a lot of changes. So, you know, there's been a change in the United States where I live. Um, we have a new administration this year um, uh, under the presidential administration. Um, if you look at the world, you know, a lot of leaders um, changing power, a lot of policies being changed and implemented in place. Um, we are seeing our financial structures change. So there is um, a very big significance to the number five on this level. So we're, we are seeing that five energy play out. Um, we are seeing how people are changing how they do things because of the Rona. I, I don't like to talk about this much. I don't, I don't do politics um, on this podcast. However, it is something that affects us all. So it's important to realize that and just take note and just notice like what kind of energies are circulating during universal 
years. I hope that helps everybody kind of better understand where we're at energetically and utilizing that. So you're all being affected right now currently by the five universal energy. It impacts all of us. Um, going forward, I would say, um, you know, just make plans based off of whatever universal year it happens to be. So for a universal year of five, I would say <clears throat> make sure you um, plan for things financially. Um, have, you know, a rainy day fund or a vacation fund. Um, take care to not be careless of other people's viewpoints and feelings. Um, so that I know there's a lot of um, division right now on things. And so I would just, my advice to everyone is to please try and see the other person's point of view, because when we start negating other people's point of view, that leads to a lot of chaos and fighting that's completely unnecessary. Um, also, I would say um, to, even, even if it's just a staycation, you know, get out there and see the world, see what's going on, meet new people, try a new thing. <laughs> um, you know, even if, even if it's just reading a book, you know, try to get out of your head and into your body a little more, um, you know, really focus on, you know, the, your personal freedom. So five is about personal freedom. Um, you know, get rid of things in your life that are holding you back. You know, um, this is a really great year to release things. Um, and it's a great time to kind of reevaluate where you're at and what you want to do going forward. Now, let's look at the Life Path 6. Life Path 6 is the balancer. Um, they are the best hosts and hostesses. <laughs> um, they are nurturing, loving, home and family come first to these people. Um, they want to leave a legacy that is super important to them. They want to create traditions that can be passed down to their children and their grandchildren and so forth. They, um, they care about others' needs. Um, they always have an idea or some kind of resource available um, because they want to see other people thrive. Um, now, their home is their sanctuary, so they are probably really big on having parties and get-togethers, hosting Thanksgiving for their families um, or some kind of special holiday. Um, they're, like coming into their home is like coming into a part of them. And it is, um, you know, it's really important that you honor that when you are dealing with a life path six or somebody who has a lot of six in their chart. Um, I think a lot of times home designers and decorators are a life path six. Um, they are excellent at like just being able to bring patterns and colors and schemes together in order to create a cohesive look. They're very visual people. Um, so make sure when you're a life path six that you're not being a perfectionist. A lot of times, you know, um, like, whereas life path threes um, do not like 
criticism of themselves. A lot of times Life Path 6 do not like, uh, they don't, they don't like to be critical and they put those expectations, instead of putting them on other people, they put them on themselves. Um, or they can expect um, people to be a certain way that people just aren't. Like they, they want them to be the best version of themselves. And so try not to beat yourself up if um, you are a life path six and give yourself grace. Um, life path seven, this is who I call the professor because they are highly intelligent people and they are looking to evolve through higher learning. Um, so a lot of times they can be teachers, professors, people who teach things because wisdom and knowledge are the most important thing. We, you know, knowledge is power. Um, and so Life Path 7s are here to see from multiple perspectives instead of just their own. Um, they can um, be quirky. They're unique people. Um, they can tend to be introverted, but they're always on a quest for truth. Um, and the thing that you have to be aware of when you are a very intelligent person is being judgmental. Um, you know, it's just uh, a dark side of, or a shadow side of being highly intelligent. Sometimes you can look down on people like, why don't you know the things that I know? So you have to just be aware of that because it can lead to loneliness. You could cut people out of your life because they're not meeting your expectations on some way, shape, or form. Um, but Life Path 7s are here to educate us. Um, Life Path 8... Now, this is who I refer to as the boss. <laughs> they are also very awesome leaders, much like the Life Path 1. Um, and they are great at delegating. They're hardworking. So if you double the four, Life Path 8 are very hard workers. Um, they are always looking ahead and they are able to balance things out. Um, they are focused on creating harmony and efficiency. So, and they're able to, they have this gift of being able to see the strengths in, in different people and bringing them all together for a cohesive reason and to build something really wonderful. Um, they have a lot of determined action. So they just, you're there. They don't tend to be highly emotional people usually, um, but they are, if they are, they are able to put their emotions aside in order to get work done. Um, they are also really great at, at teaching people how to empower themselves because they see their strengths. Um, you have to be aware of karma whenever you are a life path eight. So, so eight is a very karmic number. And so you, you know, you reap what you sow. Just remember that when you're a life path eight. Um, try not to be greedy and power hungry and, you know, let that get away from you. Remember why you chose to lead. And then life path nine. So this is the end of the single digits. Life path nine is the old soul. So they are actually here closing out a, a, a life cycle a lot of times. Um, they are big in philanthropy diversity and integrity. Um, they have just had all of these life experiences and they are able to kind of be the sum of all of the other numbers because they have all those qualities within them. Um, they are generous and humble, empathic. Um, 
they are wise and loving. So a life path nine gives great advice and they are able to, um, that they, they don't put a lot of truck in like material things. So they, uh, not that they're slobs or anything like that, but they just, they probably are minimalists. You know, they, they've had all the things in other lives and it's just not as important to them as much as connection and the things that really truly matter in life. Um, however, Life Path Nines, they ca also came into this life to release. So they're carrying like all of this baggage from their past lives and they came to release that. Let go of old issues. Um, and I'm talking to myself as a Life Path Nine. Um, you know, and I think that's one reason why I love the Akashic Records so much is because I'm seeing those past lives play out in this one. And it's, it's truly remarkable. Um, so that does it for the, for the individual numbers. Let's get into the master numbers 11, 22, and 33 really quick. Um, so we have Life Path 11. Now, Life Path 11 is um i i feel strongly that this is one of the more challenging life paths um that's just my personal opinion however that doesn't mean you're gonna have a crappy life or anything like that um life path 11 is the wounded healer or the wounded warrior um i've heard it termed both ways um but whenever i was learning it i i learned it as the wounded warrior um, you came into this life to overcome. You are a survivor. You have um, learned to rise above limitations. So a lot of times, and this isn't this this isn't the same for everybody, but I've noticed in a lot of readings where people who have uh, particularly life path twenty nine eleven, they came into this life with really difficult circumstances, especially when it comes to their parents. So their parents may be, um, they may have had um, issues like drugs or alcohol or mental issues. Um, and these people had to grow up really fast. Um, they didn't really get to experience um, a healthy childhood. And so as they grow up and get older, they want a better life for themselves. So you're overcoming your past in order to create a better, brighter future for yourself and for your family. Um, they also, much like the Life Path Nines, they are also here to release old wounds. Um, so it, it is um, fairly a karmic number as well. Um, however, it's almost like an initiation life path. So you have this potent um, energy from having both the ones. Um, so you're basically like, it's, it's giving you the go ahead to level up on a soul level and um, play an active part in your evolution on earth. So 11s can be very loving leaders um, and they can be extremely um, inspiring to people because of everything that they've been through. They are here to show others um, that, yes, you can heal. Um, there's a lot of Chiron energy um, coming from 
the 11 because um, Chiron in astrology is referred to as the wounded healer. So if you are a life path 11, please make sure that you are looking at Chiron in your chart and finding out exactly how to heal yourself in this lifetime so that you don't have to keep perpetuating that cycle. Now, I did want to talk about the fact that 11 does reduce to 2. Um, I did mention this earlier. And um, you can reduce it to 2. However, I personally don't. Some, some numerologists do because they feel like, you know, having just the individual numbers is, is very important. However, I want to honor the sacredness of these master numbers. And so I don't reduce it to two, but you do carry the vibrations of two. So you are extremely intuitive. Um, you are very emotional and caring. You may suppress those emotions because of everything that you've been through. Um, so healing your inner child um, you know, if you look at the one and the one, like you're healing your inner child, like that, that young you that, um, was so, you know, not given a chance basically. Um, and also I also, whenever I think about the number 11, I have this, I have this point of reference in my brain. It's sort of like in the never ending story. Um, when, um, Atreyu was walking through the, you know, the two large statues, the two white statues, and he was headed to the palace to go rescue the princess or whatever. Um, I feel like that it's, it's like a point of initiation. So you're at a point of initiation. It can be almost like a skipped step in your soul evolution. And so you're here to fulfill that karmic, um, responsibility or um, clearing out those generational karmic debts. So the last two numbers that I want to discuss today are 22 and 33. Now, probably the most famous life path 22 is Leonardo da Vinci. And 22 is what I refer to as the master builder. So he definitely, <laughs> he definitely was that. And master builders are here to create things of practical application that will make life easier and better for the world at large or for a large group of people. Um, they are servants in their community. They are brilliant and they are hyper fixated on their life's work and mission. Nothing comes before their life's work and mission. <laughs> if you think about the life path four, which 22 reduces to four, they are the ultimate taskmaster and are dedicated and loyal, but they're a lot of times can um, be more dedicated and loyal to their life's work than they can um, their personal relationships. So they kind of struggle with their personal relationships a lot of times. Um, not necessarily, but it can be a factor. If you have a lot of 22 in your chart, um, just make sure you make time for the people in your life who are important to you um, because you're going to play out your life's work and mission anyway. Um, life Path 22s um, are great inventors, uh, much like Leonardo da Vinci that I mentioned, and they're able to see things 
that will affect the future. So they're very forward thinking. And this serves them and, and aids them in the, instead of focusing on, okay, well, this doesn't make any sense. They're like, it doesn't make sense now. It will make sense later. Um, so if you think about it in those terms, you can kind of understand the essence of the Life Path 22. The last Life Path I want to talk about today is Life Path 33. So when it comes to Master Number Life Paths, 11, 22, and 33 are most common. Um, I rarely see 44, 55, etc. Um, but that they are out there and they're just extremely rare. So I kind of just want to focus on the most common themes uh, that I see in numerology. Now, Life Path 33 is the teacher, the creative teacher. And they are here to help others learn how to be their best selves and how to draw creativity out of people. Not necessarily artistic, but just any kind of creative endeavor. Um, they definitely live out their essence of the, the three and the six. Um, 33, of course, reduces to six. So home and family are extremely important to these people. And they tend to have like a big extended family. So they love to be around um, a bunch of people and, you know, like a, they kind of quote adopt you. <laughs> um, so they just have a very like loving, generous presence and people are just like drawn to that. Um, they are creative and commanding and compassionate and they are here to learn about balance when it comes to um, sacrifice, especially when it comes to their family or their, quote, extended family. Um, so, you know, work-life balance, basically. They, they came to, with a big mission um, to make the world more beautiful and interesting and to make people feel so good about themselves but they tend to um, a lot of times sacrifice their own needs and especially their health for the, for the bigger picture. So it's important to remember um, to take care of yourself whenever you're a life path 33. Um, you also have a very powerful spiritual mission and that is to um, help with the spiritual evolution of people. So a lot of times you could see um, spiritual gurus who um, are very loving and giving and affectionate and um, self-sacrificing in order to help bring you up uh, um, a spiritual level. So that is all uh, I have for numerology today. If you would like to have a numerology reading with me, you can visit my website, akashicbet.com and book a three-month or a one-year reading. Um, I also do numerology phone readings if you would be more interested in something like that. And I'm just so happy I got to share all of this with you today. It's Numerology is truly fascinating. It's a lot of information, but if you're willing to delve down into it, you can make some truly amazing discoveries. So thank you so much for joining me. I will be doing another podcast about numerology coming up um, in the next few months. 
I also am so excited, y'all. I've got some truly, truly amazing guests that are going to be on my podcast. I cannot wait to share these people with you. Um, they have so much to offer and share, and I am just loving it. So I hope you all have a fantastic week. I love you all so much. And um, yeah, this is Soul Prince. <laughs> um, stay tuned for some more information about a very special spiritual retreat that I will be a part of next year in Sedona, Arizona. Take care, everyone. Are you wanting to heal your shadows? Perhaps you want to heal some inner child wounding or maybe just activate the Kundalini essence within your soul. Then join us for a very special and powerful vision quest in Sedona, Arizona, January 30th through February 5th, 2022, as myself, along with the sensitive sage, Jaw Saranada and Triple Fire Goddess headline the Shadows and Seeds workshop. In this workshop, we will be spending a week in the sacred rocks of Sedona, deepening our connection to ourselves and the heavens and the earth. Being guided through powerful walking meditations, connecting with sacred vortexes, and letting everything that we are fall away. The price includes lodging, shared transportation, all ritual yoga workshops, and our Wednesday trip to the Grand Canyon. The price is $15.55, and if you would like to register, visit thesensitivesage.com under retreats, and you will have all information provided. Namaste.